In today's episode of the Tradies Business Show, we're talking balls, crystal balls, of course. We're looking at the six marketing predictions for 2017. So tune in and uh, we'll see if we can uh, enlighten you a little bit. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tradies Balls, I mean Business Show uh, with Warwick and Michaela. Uh, we're the hosts of this and also co-creators of the Tradies Business Toolkit. G'day, Michaela. Hello, I Warwick. I'm not rubbing any of your balls today. No, not even crystal ones. I noticed you rolled your eyes when I did the, the little intro there. I wondered why you were so excited to do the intro. It's like, I'll do this one. I get to say balls on a podcast. But so, we, yeah, we are looking at uh, some marketing predictions. Perhaps we're gonna we're gonna throw some chicken feathers in the air and uh, you know make some circles in the dirt and see if we can predict some of the big marketing trends. For 2017, is it 2017 or 2K17 or 2017? How do oh, we say this? I don't this? know. 2017. See, I'm a child of the 80s, so it was like everything was just you know 87 or 94. Yeah, it doesn't work the same. But you can't just say 17 because it no. sounds like I'm young. Anyway, so a lot of these things are what business businesses are already doing, and I think it's important that we at least talk about them so you know perhaps what customers are going to want to expect whether this year or in the coming years Mm. Uh, and you know a lot of it is you you do need to be on top of the game especially in a competitive market and so a lot of these I think will impact tradies you know within the next 12 to 18 months. Yeah and like a lot of this stuff uh, some of these are not necessarily groundbreaking or new and exciting. a lot of old school still works really, really well. And I think we as business owners perhaps get bored with it before our customers do. And we think that these things don't work or that, you know, people want other stuff, new stuff. Um, but I think a lot of the time we've just got to stick with some of the, the core things that do actually work. Um, and there's an opportunity there given that some of your competitors probably don't do some of this stuff because they got bored with it a while ago, that if you jump on it, um, you can actually, you know, position yourself as being noticed out there in the marketplace. Yeah, and I think, you know, you can do all the fancy marketing in the world, but I guess you really got to have the excellent customer service, and no matter what kind oh, of marketing you've got to back you do, it up and follow through. Yeah, so let's just put that disclaimer at the top. Yeah, yeah, you, you actually have to be pretty good at what you do. <laughs> <laughs> do a good job and have uh, excellent customer service. And and in reality, you don't have to be the best landscaper in Australia or the best plumber or motor mechanic or whatever it is, um, but you do have to deliver, you know, one of the best customer experiences. So you can't be a crap plumber and still succeed in your business. Well, maybe not for very long, um, but if you're a pretty good plumber and you have a fantastic customer uh, process and you know customer experience, then you can crush the competition without having to be the absolute best plumber or deliver you know award winning bathrooms or something like that. You can just do good bathrooms and have a fantastic business. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're solving the customer's problem and you're exceeding their expectations, that's what it comes down to. Exactly. I mean, look at us. We're not we're not the world's best podcast. <laughs> we're far from it. But but we're uh, you know we have a fantastic following, and you know we think our website is awesome. Uh, 
and our marketing automation, all that sort of stuff. But I think that's why, you know, for a couple of people, um, you know, sitting in your home office here, Michaela, uh, I think, you know, we do very, very well and we get fantastic feedback from our listeners and from our members because we're very focused on the customer experience. And it's also a good excuse for us to do a shitty podcast. No, it's not true. <laughs> so what are the uh, All right. the six marketing predictions? We need some like, you know, hippie, spacey music. Yeah, like, some like gypsy music. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, like, like a fortune teller. Ah, I should have yeah. worn my, you know, bandana and earrings today. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, so firstly, I mean, we've just talked on customer service, but I think one of the big things that – customers are going to expect is, you know, they're used to people getting back to their quotes really quickly now when they put them into referral sites and things like that. But this expectation of going to a website and having being able to talk to someone directly straight away, like a live chat, yeah. like live online yeah. support. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, with our 24-7 way we operate these days and lack of attention or patience really. Uh, All right, you finished? <laughs> So uh, I know there's you know businesses that are merging now that they solely their business is to support other businesses with their live support, so you can outsource it to a team to answer questions and things like that. Um, but it's it's going to become an its own industry on its own. That's a that's a big one, Michaela. I know I I will choose live chat uh, with businesses, obviously in online businesses. But if I have an issue with a product or a subscription or whatever. I'll choose live chat over any other mode of contact if it's available. And if it's not good, then I get really pissed off. Yeah. And I mean, no matter what I need to talk to Telstra about, I always go to their live chat. Yeah. And they usually can't solve your problem. <laughs> I get told, oh, no, sorry, we can't solve that in the uh, live chat because we don't have access to your business stuff. I'm like, well, what's well you need to go to the business live, live chat. chat. Yeah. And you're they going to the wrong one. Either. They say, they say, now you've got to ring up. Yeah. See, well, so that's a really frustrating customer experience. And Telstra is a, a great example of how not to treat your customers. <laughs> I actually have had great customer service from Telstra in the last year. Really? Yeah. I you, can't fault them at all. I'm, I'm seriously so ready to drive to the nearest capital city, find the Telstra on. building and set it on fire because they've wasted so much of my time. Let's move on, shall we? Yes, uh, but on that live do. chat, things like Facebook Messenger, I think, uh, is really going to grow leaps and bounds. If you don't know what it is, it's, you know, the live chat function or the chat function that's built into Facebook. It's called Messenger. You can have it as a separate app on your phone and in a separate section of website, uh, of the website if you're on a computer. Mm. The big thing about this is a lot of big businesses now are actually pointing their customers to contact them via Facebook Messenger. Because everyone's on Facebook all the time yep. anyway. And if you think yep. they're not, please remove your head from your bottom. <laughs> uh, if you're not on Facebook and you're not on Messenger, that's fine. Your customers are. You know, yep. If you look at the percentage of people using this stuff, it's very, very high. And a lot of uh, online retailers, especially in the States, are doing things like, how would you like us to update you on your order, email, text, or Facebook Messenger? <laughs> so when their order gets dispatched and all that, it's be coming through as a Facebook Messenger, and then they've got a direct line of communication directly back to their customer. You know what else you can do now is also ads in Facebook Messenger. Wow. So if you've had customers contact you in the past about a certain service, you can now, um, if you're having a special, or add back to them. Wow. This, so Facebook's really, um, like we all, I think, 
forget that Google is just a part of our life, right? Yeah. You know, lots of people like to complain about Facebook and, and yeah, I, I also am one of those that sort of decry a little bit of the change of the social fabric because of Facebook. But honestly, we all jump straight to Google for everything and we don't think twice about it. Uh, Facebook is just really becoming the same thing. It's like it's just a part of life. It's yeah. It's how and, we do business. You know, it's to think that this social platform is going to be so embedded into you, your business going forward and the amount of money and innovation that they're doing it's going to be a necessary evil. Yeah. And you yeah. really have to embrace some of these features that they're building because, like you said, your customers are going to want it. So I'll do a blog post on how you can actually point your customers to your Facebook Messenger mm. on your website mm. so they can start contacting them directly. But I think that's a game changer. Yeah, awesome. I've I've actually had a few wingman clients come via my um, business page on Facebook via Messenger. They've sent me direct messages on Facebook. They've been watching me for a while. They send me a private message. I always reply really, really quickly and um, have a bit of a chat there. We book a meeting and, hey, presto, we're working together. So there you go. Just think of – and, you know, if you're on Facebook and someone recommends you and they tag you, that person's not going to want to go out of Facebook. They're going to want to PM you or private message you. Yeah. So yep. I think you really have to start learning about and embracing the features that Messenger has. Yeah, and they can't take photos of you while you're doing a wee without your permission. Or, you know, all this crap about Messenger, how they can, you know, access your phone at any time and all that sort of crap. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number two. So, that, number one, you know, Facebook Messenger we, we talked about, but just having that live chat facility, I think yeah. coming soon, we're going to need both. You're going to need Messenger and live chat. And but chat, anyway, yeah. at least pointing people to Messenger. So, yep. The next one is now we've. Ever since the show started, we've talked about the importance of video mm-hmm. and how easy it is and Facebook Live and all that kind of stuff. So if you're on the job site, you can just get your video out, your phone out, film what you're doing, great content, blah, blah, blah. But what you need to know now is in the next 12 to 18 months and maybe even sooner, Google is going to search audio. Wow. So they're going to start having bots listening to yep. audio. So just like a website where you have your keywords – then they're going to do video and audio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And scary all it at the is. same time. It is very scary. <laughs> they're going to listen to what I'm saying on my video. <laughs> so not only can you provide helpful marketing and create a late relationship with your customers much quicker through video, Facebook is going to prioritize video over everything, especially live video. So, again, if you're trying to build your Facebook following, I can't emphasize how important video is. Uh, but now looking at search – it's going to help with keywords and getting your ranking in Google. Mm. So if you're a plumber in Burpengary, you're going to be wanting to do some videos. Talking videos, about pressure relief valves and all that kind of stuff. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yep. So then you can repurpose it on your blog site. You're putting it through your Facebook. So just just be aware of again. Everyone hates. Well, most people hate being on video. You need to get over that. Except me. Yeah. No. <laughs> you're do you a know, video I would slut. rather do a video to a client than send an email. I've done that a few times, actually. Well, people probably would relate and appreciate it more, too. Oh, they're blown away. I, yeah. I'll send a short two-minute video explaining something to one of my wingman clients. I, admittedly, I have to email it to them, so I kind of – but it, I just hate typing. Yeah. Uh, and it just communicates it so much more easily. I think it's more personable. Um, so it would be cool to see tradies doing that sort of stuff with their clients as well. And I have a couple of wingman clients who use video quite a bit in their business and they're crushing it. It's, it's been a fantastic medium for them already without 
Google actually listening to the stuff that's in there. So they're going to be killing it. Yep. Cool. So number Third three. One. Yep. Uh, now, this is about, I guess, being part of a community and an online community. Uh, and in particular, talking about Facebook groups. Uh, yes, Facebook again. But uh, there's billions of users now in groups. Um, now, groups are private groups. <laughs> I couldn't think of another word. It's, it's like we used to have forums once upon a time. Yeah, yeah. So Facebook groups, they're really growing in popularity because they're private and the uh, reach in them is much higher than like a page. Yeah. So a lot of businesses create their business page, but they're also creating groups where they have better reach to the members in there. Now, the members opt in. They have to be approved. So there's that mm-hmm. that process of I'm agreeing to be contacted and, and mm-hmm. be in your group and see postings from you. So there's definitely um, an opportunity there to build community, whatever your business is. Now, there's a couple of ways you can use groups. I mean, I know a lot of tradies use, you know, your local buy, swap and sell groups to promote their services or if they're looking for recommendations, there's things like that that you can participate in. So that's that's being a member of other groups. Yeah, so we're talking about created. being members of other groups yeah. as well as yep. perhaps creating your own depending on what industry you're in. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I know uh, our previous guest, Nicole Cox from Fernbrook Homes, uses one called Ask the Builder. Yep. So... You know, if someone has a building question they want answered, may or may not be a customer of theirs, but you can go to that group and they'll help you answer the questions. Yeah, yeah. She's also got an industry one, which is about women who work in construction. Hmm. So, again, in there there's referrals, there's relationship building. So, you know, that's another way of using it to grow your business. So it could be an industry-related one. It could Hmm. be a local tradesperson in that group. There's mm. some subby groups, you know, sharing subby details and things around. So it's not just creating your own group uh, of customers or, or whoever, but also just hanging out in some of the other groups there, joining them and seeing what they're doing. I know I've just joined a, a group um, of people who are going or have been to the Cape, right? So personal interest, uh, Cape York, uh, I want to do a Cape trip soon. And so there's people in there talking about tire choices and referring you out to mechanics that do setups and places to buy fuel up there. So, you know, if you're a, a business that has anything to do with four-wheel driving, camping, camper trailers, tires, all that sort of stuff, you'd want to go hang out in the Cape York trip group and um, see what they're all talking about. And if someone says, oh, what are the best tires to put on your 4B for the Cape trip, jump in there and give some advice, post yeah. some links some you know, Free advice, whatever. So And don't spam. No, no, no. no I'm no. just going to assume you all know that. But just be and helpful. Yeah, just be, be helpful. helpful. Don't promote unless you're asked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's certain guidelines and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a, a great opportunity for uh, tradies in groups. And, you know, it's, it is your time, but it's free. Yeah. It's a little free marketing. Definitely. That's a good one. All right. Number four. Now, number four is um, – more about technology in that things like your job management software are in going to integrate in with job lead or referral sites. Yeah, so we're talking, you know, some of the ones out there that basically get leads from customers, uh, forward them on to you if you're a member. Um, so there's ones like Service Seeking and, uh, heck, what's the other one? Uh, HI Pages. Uh, there's a couple of new ones that have just come out. But, um, you know, they farm the leads, send it on to you, and then you've got to do up quote and send it to, to back to the customer, right? That's um, it, yeah. And then you, when you get the job, then you go and put that into your 
job management software, if you're using Tradeify or Bridge or whatever it might be. So there's kind of all this extra handling, but you're saying that's all going to be integrated. Yeah, and I know our friends at Bridge, it's something they're working on is being able to integrate directly. So if someone has an inquiry, um, it's going to come straight in as a, a quote or referral, however wow. it's set up. That's cool. So all of a sudden your job management will really, not only is it going to be quicker to process things and manage your jobs, but it's just that one place of communication. Because mm. the big bugbear of, of the tradies I talk to, and I'm sure it's the same for you in your travels, Michaela, that – I got all these different systems. I'm going to take it out of this one and put it into that one. And these two don't talk to each other. And then you have all these, you know, APIs and plugins and stuff that you've got to try and coordinate. And it starts getting a bit messy and yeah. a little bit ugly. So, and I, I think that's a trend in itself. If you're using different systems, there is ways to connect them all yeah. and try and be a bit smarter. But yeah, yeah. Um, in particular, I think this is one area because it, it surprises me that there's no one great system for trade businesses when it has their marketing their job management, their invoicing all in one. There isn't one. I wonder why that is. Are they fussy, tradies? Are you guys fussy listening yes. to the show? Like, <laughs> like, get on the Facebook page and, and tell us. Are you fussy? Is it your fault that no one's got this integrated app or is it just because well, no one's thought of it yet? But even so, like a lot of them, you, they don't even act as an email database. I know. I, I, I don't understand why you can't do email marketing within a job management program. But none of the, well, as far as I know, and I'm not as up to date as I it's used basic to be. Basic CRM function. Yeah. Really. Why isn't there CRM functions built in to trade based business? It doesn't have more? to be fancy. And not make it really complicated yeah, either. Yeah. Anyway, that that's maybe a rant for <laughs> another day. Well, that's a bit of a shout out to the uh to the platform developers of uh hey, give us a call here at the Tradies Business Show. We'll tell you what tradies need and we won't take a very big cut at all. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right, so that's number four. Now is the, yeah, and the next one's a bit similar to this, and it goes into the same thing. It's about actually um, communicating within with your customer within these apps. Mm. So whether it's communicating directly in job management or your referral sites, and I know a lot of this is happening already, but I think that are going to be even more integrated. So if a customer wants something fixed, they're sending a photo, you're chatting with them within the app or the job management program directly. Yeah, so, yeah. again, your communication's all in one place. Yeah. And eventually, you know, you'll have your Facebook Messenger integrating straight in and all that. So. And all of that is aimed at making communication um, fast, efficient, uh, clear, making sure that everyone knows what's going on and just removing a lot of that double handling and, you know, opportunities for errors of calling Bob sort of Brian instead of, you know, getting his name right and all that sort of simple stuff. Like yeah. when it's all integrated like that uh, and you use some of the things that are out there and there are systems out there that do have a level of integration. I know Michaela and I just kind of had a bit of a crack at, at some of the platforms that are available, but I know lots and lots of people that don't use the functionality that already exists within the programs they've got. So um, really have a look at using some of that, you know, pictorial communication. So, you know, attaching photos and stuff to, to quotes and everything. Yeah, and the last one, I mean, it's not new. We, we talk about all the email isn't dead, email marketing. It's still such a really, really powerful tool. And underutilized, I would say, yep. by trade businesses. And there's so much automation that you can do now and easily that will provide um, to build that relationship and trust with your customer much quicker, yep. um, whether it's helpful information, um, getting to know about your business, putting some video in there. I mean, there's so much you can do in setting up welcome and sales funnels. It's mm. all automated. I, 
I have a, a quick little story. Sorry, Michaela. Um, so one of my wingman clients, uh, I got them doing email marketing. So signed them up to a, you know, one of the big free platforms that's out there. Um, signed up. We did a, an initial email blast saying, g'day, here's what's going on with our business. And I got a, a private Facebook message because that tends to be how that particular client communicates oh, with surprisingly. me. Surprisingly. Messenger. Yeah. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, actually, I have a few clients that communicate with me via Messenger. Um, and yeah, I got a message uh, from her saying, well, this particular program has paid for itself already, even though it's free. Uh, they did one email blast and they already had an inquiry for quite a large job come in and it looks like they're going to get it. So, you know, that was one free email. It was probably, you know, half an hour, an hour's work to get it set up and sent. And they've got, I'm talking thousands of dollars. So, yep. you know, it email marketing still works, people. It works. And do there's it. so much clever stuff you can do. And it's part of the automation. But, I mean, what I think is going to be really powerful going forward is segmenting. Mm. So actually knowing what interests your customers have, particularly if you do different types of servicing yep. um, or services. If they're interested in caravan on towing, they get segmented in your database and you're feeding them value information on that particular topic. Yeah. Or yep. multiple topics. So I think the segmentation's gonna which is which is big in a lot of online businesses and retail stores and that now, but I think for your local service business, this is gonna be um, big in the next twelve months as well. And and I'm gonna throw a blanket over all of those and basically say that what we're talking about here is personalizing your customer's experience from the the inquiry stage right through to the completion of the work so that I feel like you tailored everything for me. And the beauty about it all is as a business owner, there are systems out there that allow you to do that like Facebook Messenger or, you know, email marketing platforms, CRMs, all those sorts of things. But customers want a tailored experience for them. You know, they've we've been educated by big companies and big websites that, you know, you've got, Facebook pixels and all sorts of stuff that tracks my buying behaviors. It tracks the pages that I go and look at and serves up ads to me based on my preferences. So when I deal with a business, I kind of expect you to know what I want. Yeah, and some of the, the geeks out there, if you go and look in your Facebook ins, um, insights, um, you'll be shocked at the data that Facebook actually knows. If you go one step further into like a power editor and your business tools, the amount of data and audiences that you can choose from is incredible. Mm. But even just, you know, looking at your Facebook page insights, you can certainly see where your customers are from, their age, demographics, all that kind of stuff. Yep. So it's scary. So use it because yeah, yeah. it's there. Yep. So that's our uh, five and six. Six. Uh, maybe okay, seven. Okay. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of marketing predictions there. Um, so we're going to put the crystal balls away and um, – and let you crack on with implementing some of that stuff. We expect to see our listeners uh, doing more of this. If you've done some of this stuff or you've got some stories on it, please do share with us on the Facebook page at Tradies Business Show. If you haven't liked the page already, go like us, show us some love. And uh, we love hearing our Tradies stories and seeing some of the photos and stuff from things you're implementing, sharing your videos with us. So, uh, yeah, jump on that. And uh, I think that's a wrap, isn't it, Michaela? It is. All right. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.